Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well. Oh, thank goodness is all I can say. I, I and you, Andy, were both prepared to come on here and have a full, uh, you can't see, but our funeral attire is sitting to the right of each oh, of us. I, let, I, me I just, let me just preface prepared. this. Uh, regardless of the outcome today, I was going to have a glass of wine. As we record. I'm, I don't care. Well, everyone, well, hold on. Uh, what, what, what kind are we drinking there? What, what, what are we working Spanish with? Wine. I, uh, from 2018. I just assumed that if it's Spanish oh, that, wine, 2018, we're on the same. That was a good way. year. Yes. Before Good COVID, year for man. wine in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Roma, they defeat Frozenone 2-0. Very quickly, though, before we get into all of that, of course, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Cesar Vargas. Cesar, thank you so much for your support. And, of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you would like to join the chaos, uh, suffer with others during these matches, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press, early access, extra episodes, a bunch of other things that we put out as well. Uh, again, patreon.com slash Roma Press. And of course, thank you again to all of our other uh, wonderful patrons who allow us to do all of this. And if not Patreon, at least go to youtube.com slash IS Roma Press. Subscribe there. As you are well aware of now, we are doing this video uh, version of the podcast so again youtube.com slash is roma press should i you have to do the thing where you say like subscribe and all that stuff but that is like uh, white noise to people isn't it i mean nobody... i think i think it's just it works when you're doing it directly so okay I just, and should also I, like... I wanted to once again correct you jen because this is a uh, youtube so they do it so it's not it's youtube.com oh. slash at Roma they make you put that in. It's so stupid. Uh, it is extremely stupid. Almost as stupid as something that we did with Twitter. They they removed the blue check mark that uh, technically because we, we don't changed pay the logo. for because yeah because we changed the logo to make it just so there's two colors in the logo. <laughs> uh, it just when I see stupid things like this, it just amazes me that some of these people are the you know the wealthiest in the world. But who knows. Um, okay, so Roma win. We were obviously prepared because we are both consuming beverages. I am also drinking some wine. I was petrified from kickoff pretty much until 84th minute after Lorenzo Pellegrini scored that goal because you know Roma. We all know Roma. Even after the goal, even after... I thought in the second half there were high moments, low moments uh, where they were controlling the match. I, I despised uh, between uh, like 65 to 80. They were far too careless with the ball. I was getting very frustrated. Uh, Bova had a couple of very silly turnovers. Paredes had a couple as well. Uh, Pellegrini had the bad one. They were not controlling the midfield, but uh, I am just going to reiterate what uh, I said prior to this game and I'm going to remain steadfast in my belief that it didn't matter how you won. Aesthetics today 
into the bin. Didn't matter. I did not care what it looked like. I don't care if it was tactically, technically astute. I don't care if they shithoused their way to a victory. You needed three points. That was that was the only thing that mattered. That was it. That's it. Uh, if it was one to zero, if it was two to one, if it was seven to six, I would have been fine with it. You had to get a victory because you were in that. Because if you are unsure if Roma are ever in the moment where uh, uh, just things are happening, uh, the ambiente is going full force. Okay, just go back to the questions asked in the pre-match press conference. And it is, it, it, it's a dead giveaway, okay? A, a dead giveaway. Uh, what are the, the hits? Uh, are you worried about your job status? Uh, why aren't the players responding? Have you thought about going into Retiro? All the hits, all the gems, all of the good ones. If you can pick out one or two of those, you know what kind of moment they were in. Of course, Jose Mourinho gets asked about his future. Uh, would would you sign a, a contract with Newell right now? I mean, first off, if we want to go and look who asked that question, I don't want to say anything. But what a time to ask that. What a time. You know, it's one of those provocative questions. Anyway, I could go down this path for a very long time. So to avoid doing that, I will, again, just reiterate to, Today, only three points matter to me. Now, others may have wanted something like uh, against Empoli. They wanted to win 7-0. They would have been worried if Roma did not win by at least four. If uh, Dybala, Lukaku, Pellegrini, if all if all three of them did not score at least twice, it's a, it's a disaster. If you don't get the clean sheet disaster, for me, it, it was just very simple. You, winning is the easiest and most straightforward band-aid um it's the easiest cure to find when you are in these moments that are just crap it's a crap moment we can talk about do this get get a new player try this formation try blah blah you get three points and very little else everything around just kind of uh, on its own uh, it tends to become less loud everything becomes more quiet Today, I, I think all that was needed was a victory because you were in this horrible moment and you just needed that self-assurance, that, that reassurance to yourself. And you know what? I didn't think it was fantastic today. I don't think it was bad. This was just one of those games where, kind of like I told you, where I, I, I look for them uh, when Juve, after Juve does a match like they do against Empoli, they might follow that up with, yes, a victory, but uh, not the most aesthetically pleasing or dominating. Okay. Today they, they drew against Atalanta in what is right. perhaps one of the most boring games one could well, ever. It, it was extremely boring. But it just even in the difficult moments where they, they know they're going through something, they still managed to find a way to get it done. That was all I cared about. I don't know what side you were on, but I saw some coming into this. Well, if you don't be frozen on them by at least three or four, you know what, what? What does that say about Roma? This is such a small team. You say well, Di Francesco just promoted, blah blah blah. Just they needed to win. It, it didn't matter how. In, in my opinion, you 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 went to the zero. Pellegrini, I I think of of all people who needed a goal, I am hard pressed to think of guys more than him. Uh, Dybala was fantastic. I, I mean, 
the the delivery on that goal to Pellegrini was about as a, a, a pinpoint accurate as you could get. I, I mean, you you could not have uh, walked it over to him and have been as accurate as that delivery was. Lukaku gets his goal. Uh, Dybala gets two assists. Pellegrini gets a goal. You get a clean sheet. That can still happen. Uh, Luis Patricio is capable of not conceding a goal from 75 yards out, uh, kicked by your Nona. So uh, are we going to come on here and complain? Let's be serious. Uh, there, there's nothing to complain about today. You got a clean sheet. You got a victory. Your, your captain scored a goal. Lukaku scored. Uh, Lukaku got another goal again. Uh, Dybala, two assists. Okay, uh, let's move on. We're not going to sit here and complain. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I fear what the patron group chat says. I'm sure there are The complaints. patron group chat is on fire. Somebody, uh, I, I asked people, can we behave like human beings for once after the match? Oof. <laughs> just because Oof. of reaction that we were seeing. And uh, and one of the patrons just replied, that's not the Roma way. So I think that, uh, I think that's speaks uh, to, true. I think that's, that is definitely true. And uh, it speaks to uh, just, it, it just Humanity shows. Humanity in mo- general. It shows, but also it just shows the moment that we're in, you know, where it's 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 so tense and it's so. Uh, uh, but this they are tense much all the time this, anyway. Yeah, but but this was this was I don't know. I mean, the implication. Tonight, well, it was a must-win tonight, and it's it sounds so weird to say that in a match between it was. Uh, Roma it and was. Frosinone. It, it, it is though. Think about it. This is the first we broke. We we did not have a, a sold-out stadium tonight. We broke the streak. Tonight there were there was like 61,000, so there was just a little bit uh, left to to make the full stadium. But I think that's that's in, has some correlation with the with the way this team has been performing, you know. And and I think the the this it was just could be looking at a completely different scenario going forward had you lost this yes. game. I mean Oh, I, I mean I I, ju- I mean just seeing the smirk of Eusebio Di Francesco would have sent me to yeah. an early death. Oh yeah, hell I, yeah. I, I would I have mean, been I mean, finished. I mean, finished. Right. That, that's why that's why I came out with the wine, you know, regardless of the of the <laughs> of the result. Like this team loses, I'm drinking. Yeah, I mean, it would have been that smirk of Di Francesco against Cagliari, except no way, like in reverse. No, he does it in, in a positive moment. Oh, I can't, I can't it, it, it. It would have, it would have killed I've, me. I've, I've seen it far too many times on our bench. I can't have him celebrating on on the opposing bench, especially for a team like Frosinone. I mean, think about right. it. Eusebio Di Francesco dethroning Jose Mourinho uh, with a Frosinone side that, yes, has been... I, probably exceeded the minimal expectations but still i mean what a way to go out for Mourinho, you know against the the guy who got sacked in 2019 unbelievable but thankfully it's not the case right thankfully we're here and uh and uh we can talk about tomorrow <laughs> without uh, thinking up some some terrifying scenario of I don't know, executives resigning, Mourinho walking oh out, gosh, whatever, yes. all this stuff that may have been in the air. I mean, think about the energy at the Olimpico had they lost tonight. Thankfully, it did not happen. We're here. We're talking about a match 
that wasn't too exciting, that wasn't too no. aesthetic pleasing. But uh, I think uh, for the moment, we can put those things aside. Uh, yeah, so that we, doesn't bother you, right? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm mindful that, you know, there's so much uh, focus on it, you no, know? No, I, I, no, I don't understand. Honestly, I mean, honestly, I had uh, great fun talking with you about uh, the, 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 the day we, we won against Empoli, but... Uh, but I think the importance of a game like this goes uh, goes a long way, and just yeah. in terms of how much there was at stake, you know. And and once you realize that, once you realize that heads presumably could have rolled tonight, uh, in in you know, if if a negative result were 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 to to have happened to Roma, um, you immediately look at the scoreline and you realize that. You get to breathe. You get to live another right. day. You get to think about now going into your Europa League and against Servette. So you you think about building a positive streak once again. You have an accessible calendar. Use it to your advantage. Tonight wasn't about playing aesthetically pleasing football. Um, I know we've said that many many times, but it just it, it's something that when you get used to watching Serie, you realize that there are games where you just have to you just have to get that result. We spoke about it the other day. We love when this team can grind out a win when nobody expects them to, and uh, and I think in a way we did that today. Obviously, the opponent is nothing to 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 talk about, but to write home about, but. I mean, this is the same team that 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 drew against Salernitana, lost against Salas Verona, lost against Genoa, drew to Torino. I mean, there you know there is no great opponent for this Roma. It's everybody's dangerous. So when once you realize that, once you go into that, you know, mentality of get a win at all costs. Don't look at the opponent. Don't go. Don't look at the names. Don't no. Just get the win. Move on. Go home. Um, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy because I don't have to come on here and you know and try to dissect whatever needs to happen next for this Roma oh. team to take off and and who's gonna be the interim manager and what oh. are the long term plans and are we gonna get bought out by Foglieri? I mean, you know, all that stuff. Um, thankfully, Roma did not give us this scenario, so this will go right. back into the drawer back into oblivion for the moment, hopefully for a long, long time, never to be seen again, because I want this team to take this finally as a chance to build a streak, because how long has it been since we've built a streak? This is a te- this is the team that won two, that up until today had won two games in 14, in 14 matches. I mean, two wins, mm. two wins in 14 matches. Think about it. The team that got to the Europa League final had a, 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 a streak of two wins in 14 matches. You know, a team led by Jose Mourinho, with Paolo Dybala, with Lorenzo Pellegrini, with Romelu Lukaku. That team had two wins in 14 matches. So I don't care. You, we can. It can be uh, Frosinone. It can be Pordenone. It can be Spal. It can be uh, Deportivo La Coruña, who are uh, I don't know where they are right now in in Spain. Uh, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> give me Zhangzhou. Give me uh, whatever other you know team from from coal mining Siberia. I don't care. 
I'll it take matter. the win. I'll take the win. I want to see this team win because they need confidence. There's something that they sorely lack. They lack ideas. It doesn't mean that this win raises everything. This team is far from perfect tonight. I think this was a performance that wasn't, you know, up to the standards of uh, uh, a good, solid home win. I thought this was a team that wrestled with a lot of demons tonight. So whenever we look at something like this, at this performance, we have to take into consideration that there were literally reputations at stake tonight. Like I can't yeah, emphasize yeah. enough. There was a lot, a lot at stake tonight. You lose a match against Frosinone at home after the results that you've been, you know, slipping out of your hand. Uh, you're looking at, honestly, I mean, a, a lot of compromising scenarios uh, for your short-term right. and long-term plans. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a. a, a, a red alert emergency situation it would have been about as dire of a scenario as you could have ever dreamed up again but the first of october we are used to living this sort of thing in february march i mean but for it to for it to be so chaotic this early it's just never a good thing but Wins and victories such as tonight's are are the only antidote, in my opinion, to all of the chatter, to all of the uh, rumors, innuendo. The only way to quiet those things down is to win, and that's it. So there is no way I can come on here and get fixated on uh, what they did in midfield, what um, big chances or lack of big chances created. I, 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 I can't go there. I can't go there because you got the victory. You kept the clean sheet. You won at home and you brought calm. You brought calm. That In moments like this, you know, sometimes I do wish, as much as I love uh, the city, the environment, you know, I always make fun of Bergamo, you know, but sometimes it's moments, you know, such as the previous few days where it would kind of be nice to experience an environment or, you know, support a team with an environment similar to that where they're a bit more balanced. It's never so hot, so cold, so high, so low, just um, so quickly and, and so often. But this is a situation they are in. And the only way to to bring balance back to the situation is to win and to quiet things down. And that is what they needed. And that is what they did. So again, there's no way I'm going to come on here and complain about this or that. I I just can't do it. I will say though, the one thing that I I, I'm going to try to not to cry and go in the corner over there and just uh, put my head down into the fetal position uh, I am looking right now under stat.com for XG uh, expected goals. Roma, 0.83 for their expected goals. Frosinone, 0.79. So Roma outperformed the XG, which I feel as if is something you can count on one hand how many times they are able to do that, where uh, they score goals when they shouldn't. And also, they don't concede goals, regardless of whether they should or shouldn't. But keeping the clean sheet, that was the other thing, too. I was almost, even if it was a shithouse 1-0 to zero with a, a, an own goal, I was honestly most concerned about a clean sheet, Andy, because 
if we look at the things that have went wrong uh, so far in this early part, and we have talked about it, uh, no smalling. Today we're uh, we're playing with uh, Cristante in defense, alongside a new guy in Dica, Gianluca Mancini, and the guy in between the post. Who, I mean, you just want to talk about the mixed bag? You have zero, zero indications, zero hints, zero clues as to what you are going to get from that guy from from one match to the next. I, I mean. I, I have used the term before, feast or famine. I, I mean, Roy Patricio, you are either going to be a, a, a gluttonous pig with him or you are going to starve to death because that guy just does not believe in balance, moderation. I would probably say that is why, uh, really, up until Pellegrini uh, got the second goal, I don't know about you, but at no point did I ever feel assured that the victory was in hand, that there was a very yeah, few yeah. chance for Frozenone to come back. You compare that to how we felt about the Roma of Jose Mourinho in his first year, and even last season, obviously. You compare it to what the situation is now, and it is so uh, just alarming to be in the situation where, you know, the 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 defense used to be the thing that we could, you know, at the end of the day, if we have any doubts about Roma, it's going to be in the field. It's going to be, uh, can they find another goal? It was never at the back, never at the back. And, uh, you know, to be in the situation now where I'm uh, holding my breath. I mean, I find myself holding my breath when, when a shot goes at Roy Patricio. I, I mean, I'm at the point that I was with uh, Bob and Rosen, my favorite uh, goalkeeper all time of Roma. Uh, the guy who would uh, let the ball bounce twice and still go in between his legs. I am fairly certain that still was had that chance. magnificent performance against Real Madrid that ended in a three to nil win for them, which is basically, I mean, it just goes his, it just encapsulates perfectly his time at Roma. Brilliant <laughs> well, performance, ten out of ten, still concedes three goals. I am fairly certain it was either Genoa or Kiev. Maybe Kiev was defunct by then. I don't know. He conceded a goal where it, it, it bounced and it went in general. between his legs. It was general. general. Okay. I will never forget his. I mean, he he. I don't. I don't know if you ever saw the guy in person. He is huge. I mean, he yeah, he, like, he he has me, but two two and two meters and five centimeters something. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, just a massive, massive yeah, yeah. guy. And to see him crawling on his hands and knees after the ball goes in between his legs, trying to smack it back out from the goal, was one of the most harrowing scenes I've ever seen in my footballing life. Just as as a spectator in media, just having seen a grown man that big let in a goal that um, you would not expect your you know the 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 U nine side. To concede was just one of the most alarming feelings. Yeah, and Rui, but Rui is I, that tall, but he's uh, but he moves like uh, you know he moves like uh, the Tom Hanks and Sully. You know, um, just, is that what it is for you for him? Because I, I don't know if it's his lack of movement or just his. I I, I, I would probably I, I, bend I it down know. in the size I don't, of this. I don't know. I don't know if even if it's if it's him him if it's a deep it's if it's a deeper problem. I mean that's we, we're we. We drove ourselves in a situation where 
not conceding a goal against Frosinone is considered a, as a bigger victory than the victory itself. You know, I mean, yeah, had we but- drawn this uh, zero to zero, we probably would have made it a, a big deal. Just as he, I mean, just, you know, just as well as this, the fact yeah. that no, I, I agree. Concede. I I just want to say though, because I I know people are people are probably going to say we are making way too much of a a, a, a fuss about Roma defeating a team that was in Serie B last season. But if you and I, I think it is almost intellectually dishonest to sit here and say, okay, well, if they didn't win, it would have been uh, uh, pure and utter chaos, you know, uh, uh, chaos in the streets. It's an emergency situation. It, it is it is all hands on deck. It's season over. It, it, it feels as if it is almost a complete and total uh, annihilation of your season. If If that's what we were saying coming into that, if they win, it, it, we can't just dismiss it because if, if if the opposite were to happen if and it were to be so bad, well, if they manage to pull out the victory and, and stave off that from happening, we can't just dismiss this. Now, I again, I know it's frozen on it. I know that. Uh, Roma should be expected, Andy, to win this match 10 times out of 10. But this is Roma. And there are so many times, whether it be this season or 10 seasons ago, where if we go by times, they should have beaten a team 10 times out of 10. Do we want to count on, uh, I mean, uh, how many examples do you need to find where it has happened, where a match like this, they drop it, they lose. And it it does turn into emergency situation. Uh, Manager has to go. uh, Sporting director has to go. It it turns into full out, uh, just, Chaos, and it seems like everything is lost. And I was not mentally, uh, emotionally prepared to go through that. Okay, the first of October. I, 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 just the thought of having to do that. You and I having to come on here, and me having to, you know, be engaged, and you having to we, we do a live we, stream and look excited and say, no, okay, we, we, we realistically ponder suspension of the podcast for and there's no I, I, I would i told you i and i will tell people this again the, the second i leave the football media landscape football media world you, you will not hear from me at all in relation to football i Which will have you win, john when when is that gonna well, I, no comment but in all <laughs> seriousness like you will find me on youtube doing uh, some form of uh, a, a crime a, a, a a true crime podcast, conspiracy theory podcast. You wow. you will not hear from me. You will That's not. I'm, I'm telling you, I will fall off the face of the earth, um, at least in regards to football. <laughs> I could not. I, I, I don't think people. Well, let me rephrase. There are some people who I think cannot appreciate just how much it means, not only to win, Andy, but 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 just to stave that off. I. I hate to just belabor this point. I, I I really do. But there is nothing more defeating than when you and I are coming on here and we're talking about the new manager. We're talking about the new sporting director. And, and, and it's 
the first of October. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it where uh, everybody is outside of the Guardian and we're watching the manager clean out his office and we're watching everybody pull out and then we're uh, everybody has to go up to each and every car for we each did and it. every we did player. We did it too many times. I mean, we did it too many yeah, times. Can't do we it. Did, uh, can't do we it. We did uh, yeah. Di Francesco being sacked. We did Monchi walking away. We did Guido Fienga uh and Francesco Totti having a oh. discussion over whether they're gonna get Antonio Conte. We got Petracchi. We got yes. uh, we got Paolo Fonseca. We got again rumors of Conte, and then we got Fonseca walking away, and then we had rumors of Maurizio Sarri, and then finally Mourinho, and then finally it was it was it was. It, that's why I always say I want continuity, and that's why I have people yes. when they join me for the live stream on YouTube. They're like. Why can't why can't you and John be more critical of Mourinho? This thing hasn't been working. Yeah, I got said that I kiss his ass too much. I mean, and, what? And you, I'm, Have I you seen the managers say, they've had here previously? You think I'm going to be bad at this guy? Give him less leeway I than you say. Be a Go be serious. Come on. I I always say that I'm I'm. I'm all for criticizing, but I'm also somebody that is starving for a sense of continuity within a club that has faced anything but continuity in recent years. Uh, leading yes. up to the Friedkins, there was no continuity to anything. Uh, right. Probably since right. early Garcia, there was not oh a my single gosh. moment where he just felt comfortable with where the club was going in terms of choices, decisions. And here for the first time with Mourinho, we had some consistent decision-making. Yes. The club sticking with Mourinho, like it or not, is a way of being consistent. And you can criticize that, obviously. But for me, it's important to at least have the sense that somebody is in charge. You know, some like this. Yes. The, the ship is not lost at sea. Despite the situation, despite the fact that Roma's start to the season is horrendous, it's going to be on Mourinho's resume for the rest of his life. The fact that. He started off really bad for a manager of his caliber to have five points in six games up until tonight is awful, given especially yes. the, the the calendar that he's had at his disposal, with the exception of Milan. And tonight, obviously, on its own, doesn't change anything. It just, once again, it allows us to breathe. It gives us breathing room. We don't have to worry. We don't have to cry. We don't have to come on here and and be depressed, which I think we 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 do enough of. And and uh, and sometimes you and I we just connect and uh, we get right into it because it's just it's it's too. I mean, to think about it too long would uh, would take away from the podcast, but also would just uh, unnecessarily bother us. Uh, you know, while we go to sleep and then you can't fall asleep at two in the morning because you're thinking about Rasmus Christensen not tracking back or Leandro <laughs> Paredes misplacing a pass, and, you know. And uh, so for me, the, the thing about this is it's not perfect by any means. I, I absolutely understand criticisms. I understand people saying, well, this player did bad, this player did that, and Obviously, the, the the tactics still we see, haven't seen much, but at least cling on to the the small tiny ray of light at the end of this long and twisted tunnel, because it's Roma, it's not guaranteed, and you're never right. guaranteed. 
you know, to see the light of day. <laughs> You're not, you know, you, you have these games right. and then all hell breaks loose. And then all of a sudden you hear stories of uh, Roma owners locked in the stadiums as, as fans swarm around Trigoria and uh, the players afraid of, you know, I mean, I've seen so many things hurt so many things with this team. It, it just, you know, with, with confrontation between fans and players and fans and manager and fans and owners and this and that and the apology and, and promises made and then the sack and then the resignation and then this and then that. And then all of a sudden, we're still back to square one, you know? So if I can at least here sit, sip my wine, you know, think about what tomorrow will bring as a Roma fan in all peace and quiet. And I can have a normal, semi-normal live stream with, with, uh, with, the, with the viewers and some of our good patrons. Then I'm happy. I'll take it. You know, just give me breathing room. And I feel like tonight against, uh, you know, an acceptable opponent at this moment in time, I'm not saying that Frosinone is 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 should be considered a rival but at this point in time it was a good test once again it was a good chance to to prove to yourself that you're not you know hopeless then I'll take it I'll take it give me you know give me give me anything I'll take anything I'll have anything so I want that I want this going forward I want a Europa League match without any surprises I want a Europa League match that's straightforward, that entails Roma getting all three points, that entails us going home, thinking about Cagliari, and then fucking off and going into an international mm. break, relaxed, not being butthurt over over what other people are saying, uh, over the, what the media are saying. Just relax. Relax. Yeah. Think about... Think about good things and good things about football and not, I, I see, I mean, I, we have people, uh, one of our former patrons uh, in the group chat, HH, he, he had to multiple times tell me that he's not going to tune into our Roma press, press live stream post-match reactions because he was too depressed and that he has to distance himself from anything Roma related. I mean, think about it, you know? So uh, if, if at least m- I and people like HH and some other people that you know can can at least look at this team and think about a better a better tomorrow a tomorrow that doesn't entail you know tears and 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 anger management classes uh, then just give me that's it yeah. that's all I got man I, that's no all I, got. I listen I. I understand. I I can understand, particularly if you have not been following this club for a particularly long or extended period of time, where you know you're going to oh Roma started up poorly. Get rid of the manager. Change this. Change that. No sporting director. No no everything. Blow it all up. For me, because I I I was a bit okay. I admittedly I. I really like Jose Mourinho. And the reason why I'm willing to give him far more um, uh, leeway than Eusebio Di Francesco, I think is obvious, yeah? Uh, He won a trophy at Roma already. He has Roma, at least up until this season, uh, playing very effective, defensively astute football. So I, I just don't agree with this thing where 
the second we we uh, encounter hardship or uh, Roma don't get the results that they should or what the, uh, supporters expect that we have to we have to change everything we have to blow it up i mean for me i i think you put it perfectly continuity is the thing i crave just because i'm willing to give jose mourinho probably more leeway than i would be willing to give again eusebio di francesco besides the fact that it should be obvious as to why that would be, is I, I I crave continuity in the managerial position, in the sporting director position, at the presidential level. In all aspects, I, I want the club to find some balance, some continuity, some consistency in its structure and build something. Because the, the thing that has always bothered me with Roma how many times do we hear the word? I think I said this in the previous episode, but how many times do we hear the word project? And, and usually, and usually it doesn't mean usually when it's say it's said in a half-assed manner. It's not even, you know, they say said in a half-assed manner. We heard project with Petraki, and Petraki left after one year. So correct, correct. A project, at least when it comes from the mouths of some of the previous uh, regime Roma. It, it, it's meant it was their way of saying, hey, uh, you, we're not going to get great results. It was almost like a, a forewarning, a forewarning. And you couldn't complain if they didn't win because this is a project. See, a project. Mind you, uh, in their mind, project was blowing it all, uh, blowing it all up after uh, uh, one season when things did not go according to plan. So when I hear this word project, I, 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 I go mad because nobody ever means it. Nobody ever means the word project. Because if you were to ask somebody, uh, are you in for a project, okay? Two, three, four seasons uh, of maybe some bumps along the way, but but showing some growth signs. No, nobody wants that. No, Nobody does because we are all impatient. I'm impatient, you're impatient. Every supporter, everybody who watches football Absolutely. or any sport in general is impatient. Absolutely. We want it now. So uh, it's 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 the it's just how humans are. It's a human tendency. So so nobody is uh, uh, unique in being impatient. So when I say I want consistency, it's because I don't want to blow things up for the sake of it, just to have to build new foundations. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's yeah, not. It's right. not it. it's somebody in your ass. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Not, I do, I do because he's one. He's a great manager. He's the best manager that uh, Roma have had at at this club since Fabio Capello. Somebody is gonna cut the clip and make you look like a fool, John. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Now mind <laughs> you, that I got it. I should do that thing uh, when, like, when you down when you try to like download. Um, clips they they say like voice over it uh like the owner of the yes. uh, of the music or the clip yes. i am going to do that sent <laughs> on f- 1 october 2023 just because yes i i will look absurd but I, <laughs> do, I, do, I, do i kiss his backside yes but but i do so because i want consistency that is it and oh i think if you are ever going to give any manager okay uh, benefit of the doubt if you can't give it to this guy at roma that, then you are never going to give it to anybody yeah, no, you're, you're never going to give it to anyone, right? I, 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 just, I mean, yeah, but you you just put me in front of a firing squad ahead of tomorrow's no. post match live stream. I'm gonna have people saying that we're on 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 Mourinho's payroll. I don't. I uh, no. I I am fully with you. I I you know, for me, 
it there always comes obviously a point where uh, if the team is not performing, and there always comes a point where I've I've right. said it, I've, I've said I've explained it to people uh, on the live stream. I've I've said it on this podcast many times. I have no issues calling out when when something is over. When you feel that it's yes. over, there is no like with Di Francesco. I defended Di Francesco till the very last day, till the once that Fiorentina lost. That was it. Place, yeah, it, it. That it, was it. it. A psychiatrist to notice. You do. No, you just have to work and survive. And that's that's when you have to go and say it's over. It's done. There is nothing yeah. more. And we we I I defended Fonseca until the very end because with Fonseca I don't think we ever had that moment where it all broke loose. I think with Fonseca there were so many ups and downs that we just took it day by day. Uh, here with Mourinho, I just saw too much from this team in over two years with Completely him. Agree with you. To just be like, okay, just wipe the slate clean and move on. It, right. You can't. Right. It's it. It'd be like Atalanta moving on from Gasperini, which they refuse to oh, do time okay. and time again. I Every summer, it looks else. like they're gonna walk out on each other, and then they come to the conclusion that they need each other. I'm not saying that. That is the path that Roma are on because I totally agree. I think it makes sense to to make the next step step with somebody else. Mourinho, he fulfills his three year obligation, his three year promise to Roma, and then obviously the two part parties mutually de- decide to part ways. And great, uh, great fairy tale ending. Uh, but 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 I I the, what to me matters most even in these moments, is to see at least some kind of reaction. If tonight, I'm again, I'm saying why tonight was so important against Frosinone, if the reaction wouldn't have happened tonight, if tonight would have gone any other way with a loss, with a draw, uh, maybe I would have reconsidered the, 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 this. Mm. I, but it all depends on what the players show. And so far, the players have always shown, that's why the, the Genoa defeat was so you know, disheartening, disappointing, just deflating was because I didn't get a sense that the players cared. I didn't get a sense that anybody cared. I didn't get a sense that anybody noticed that something was wrong on the pitch. Uh, whereas today, there was a clear intention of we messed up. We're going to get into it one way or another. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, it's not going to be perfect, um, but we're going to get into it and we'll try and deliver something. And and thankfully they did because um because at least again as i say the schedule is accessible so you're looking now at servette on a midweek midweek europa league fixture and then you're looking at cagliari on the weekend and then you go into once again another international break so get two positive results in these two games totally attainable and you may be looking at uh, a new, you know, a, a new, a new Roma, a, a new. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. I mean, just looking from a different, you know, point of view at this season, at our position in the standings. Who knows what happens? But if you just take it game by game, which they always say, this is another one of those things that the players, Mourinho, always say, we take it one game at a time, one step at a time, and then they never do. And then they crumble under pressure. And then the pressure of the one match really influences them or they look beyond that game, they underestimate their opponent, and they crumble. No, 
this really has to happen in order to to build a streak you always just like napoli did last year where they just were unbelievable but why because they treated every game with equal importance they paid equal importance to every game roma a team that is not a scudetto contender a team that must get back into the fight for champions of football they are obligated to consider Every game just as important. So Servette becomes just as important as a derby win right now. A win against Servette puts you at six points in the Europa League table. Clear favorite to finish first. You go home, you relax, you prepare for Cagliari. End of discussion. End of this podcast episode. End of everything. (laughs) And we can go home. We can drink all the wine we can want. We go to sleep and we have pleasant dreams because Roma... At the end of the day, deliver the win. That's all that matters. I I, th- I think it really is that simple. It, it, you know, it was straightforward. It was a victory. There's no reason to dwell too much or too little on this. But at the end of the day, they got the victory. Again, I, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm going to do that thing where I say the same saying, like I do the points you drop earlier, the ones you regret most in, 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 later in the season. Winning is the thing that just it, it cures all of this crap. I mean, look at Napoli. A week ago, we're talking about TikTok, uh, memes, uh, uh, Agent Absolutely. Garcia. Absolutely. Yeah, Agent Garcia. Boom. Uh, they go score four goals against Udinese, four more goals against. Uh, boom. They go on. Yeah. They yeah. Good. Like, uh, it, it, it's done now. The, nobody is talking about Osiman. Is he going to go now or are they going to cancel his contract? He's going to leave again. Free. It's about the narrative, John. It's always about the narrative. It's about Correct. the moment. So tomorrow, you will not see the headlines. That were probably already being typed up. Yes, Corriere dello Sport. I mean, it I, always I could, happens, uh, you know. Hear them, yes. Always happens. They have those two versions ready. So, thankfully, we gave them, <laughs> we gave them a reason to alter the headlines for tomorrow. But the only way to to keep them away from from going the other route and choosing, you know, those apocalyptic uh, headlines that always come about whenever you get a negative result is to build one game at a time. Yes. That's it. That's it. I'm not asking for beautiful football. I'm not asking for a trophy delivered within the next two weeks. I'm not asking for Roma to be up there with, with Inter and Milan. I'm asking for Roma to beat Servette first and then beat Cagliari, and then go into an international break all nice and happy. That's it. 100%. Let's just leave it there. Nice and happy. Those are the words that uh, we will have repeating in our heads. So we will chat with you later in the week. Until next time, ciao. Ciao.